the Dodgers made some signings on International Signing Day. Who was the big prize? The Dodgers have built an empire here in L.A. What does that mean, and what does it mean for the future? And Fan Fest becomes Dodger Fest. Uh, we'll see what changes come with that. That's what we're getting into, so let's get Locked On Dodgers. You are Locked On Dodgers, your daily Los Angeles Dodgers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, 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 Dodger fans. Welcome to Lockdown Dodgers. We are part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. Lockdown, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50 plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com and use code LOCKEDON for $20 off. That's J-A-S-E medical.com. This is the daily podcast covering the Los Angeles Dodgers, bringing you the smart fans perspective on our boys in blue. You can find us where we find podcasts and on YouTube simply by searching for Locked on Dodgers. And if you want to become an everydayer, that's simply somebody that listens or watches every day. And that's all you got to do. And you'll be one of our favorite fans. If this is your first time listening, watching, welcome. I'm Vince Samperio, usually joined by co-host Jeff Snyder. Uh, but he's still getting over a sickness, so I'm here for you guys today. Jeff and I are both lifelong Dodger fans that have spent time covering the team. Uh, we've been in the press box, we've been in the locker room. We've traveled around watching the Dodgers as fans, and we've been media as well. But we're not quite insiders. We're just here to bring you uh, what hopefully is knowledgeable thoughts and takes about the Dodgers and facts and all that type of good stuff to make you an overall better Dodger fan. And uh, once again... That's what we're here to do today, and it was a quiet day in the Dodger 2024 Dodger world. Not much went on, but it was a big day for the future of the Dodgers as it was International Signing Day for all MLB teams, and the Dodgers were no exception to that. They announced that they signed 19 international free agents uh, with the prize of that being the number 14 prospect by MLB Pipeline shortstop Emil, Mor Emil Morales from Spain. All in all, the Dodgers signed seven pitchers, four catchers, five infielders, and three outfielders. Morales is a 17-year-old. He trains in the Dominican Republic, but he was born in Spain. Uh, like I said, number 14 rated prospect by MLB.com, MLB Pipeline, number eight ranked infielder, and... Yeah, he's a guy who, from MLB specifically, uh, says he's a big body prospect with the potential to develop into a game-changing power bat, the ability to manage the strike zone, and patient enough to draw walks consistently. He's currently 6'3", 180 pounds. You'd imagine he fills out a little bit on that and could still grow. He's only 17 years old. Um, but, yeah, a, a big you know, sh uh, shortstop prospect. The Dodgers haven't had a lot of shortstop prospects kind of come through since Corey Seager. Obviously, Gavin Lux is one of those. Uh, but even you know, since then, they've had a lot of second baseman, third baseman, first baseman, outfielders, not so much any shortstops. Uh, so, like I said, it's somebody that not going to affect the 2024 Dodgers, but somebody we can see in the future uh, and somebody, you know, 
that kind of what we talked about yesterday, it's either somebody we're going to see in the future potentially or somebody that could help the team in a different way, whether it's, you know, via trade or via most likely via trade when it comes down to it. Uh, a couple other notes on Morales here from MLB.com. So scouts have praised Morales' makeup and high baseball IQ, and he's shown great leadership abilities. So all good things to be said. Uh, beyond that, there was no other really top-ranked players that the Dodgers signed. Uh, a couple interesting names. One of them is, let me find it here, is Yo Jackson Layaf, a shortstop out of Venezuela. He's cousin of Ronald Acuna Jr., so... Uh, hopefully that 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 uh, Acuna Leia bloodline is close enough to where he has some of the talent, and uh, you know you never know might might see a, a future star here with the Dodgers. Beyond that, you can kind of go down it, and you know we'll go through it. it. You got a couple guys from or one, two, three, four, a, few, a handful, a lot of players from Venezuela, a lot of players from Dominican Republic. They got a few from. Mexico and a few from and actually one player from Uganda catcher Alan Atoji from Uganda. I believe the Dodgers now have three Ugandans in the pipeline in the farm system. So uh, you know, interesting to see how how that all you know. Not a lot. Not I don't think any players from Uganda have made the majors yet. So it'd be interesting to see how that continues to build. But yeah, on the Dodger end, uh, you, I think they had about five million to spend. Not sure entirely how much went into Morales, but uh, the Dodgers haven't necessarily had the best success with International Signing Day, or at least player. You know, it, it's been a it's been a a while since you know Diego Cartaya is one of them. They have a lot of guys that are currently top prospects for the Dodgers, or or, or on the way up. Um, that kind of filled it. The back, you remember that string of of Cubans after Dodger sign, which was a little bit different. Those were more free agents rather than the international signing day, which are all subject to the international bonus pool money. Um, but, you know, it, it's been a, a different way about it, but the Dodgers do have some, you know, Cartaya being one of them, uh, Tyron Liranzo being one of them. Uh, they got a few more that, that are coming up the pipeline. So it was, it'd be interesting to see, you know where these guys turn up, but uh, most of these players that they sign are 16 or 17, so it won't be. It will be a while before we see them uh, around the league. The Padres signed the number one international prospect. The Mets signed another Vladdy Guerrero. This one's spelled V L A D I, uh, but also son of Vladimir Guerrero and uh, half brother of Vlad Guerrero Jr. So. Uh, beyond that, you know, there was a lot of other signings from a lot of other teams. Um, you know, nobody that we're necessarily too worried about. But uh, yeah, the Padres got Leo Dalis de Vries from the Dominican Republic. He's a 17-year-old shortstop. Um, you know, so good for them. But yeah, for the on, in the sense of the Dodgers world, it was Emil Morales and a bunch of names that we may one day talk about more or we may one day uh, or we may never mention them again but that was the update from the Dodgers on International Signing Day the next topic we're going to talk into and, and maybe leans in a little bit into this is this Dodgers you know quote unquote empire that uh, or you know, maybe some calling it the evil empire or the you know evil empire west as the Yankees are known as the evil empire on the east but you know kind of what goes into that 
you know, who who kind of brought it up recently, which is, uh, you know, former closer Brad Lidge. He kind of talked about the Dodgers. And it'll also we'll also talk about Chris Archer, who, if you remember, we mentioned that uh, he he signed or he got a role with the Dodgers in, in kind of a front office advisory, you know, type role. He talked a little bit more about that on foul territory and kind of said why he picked the Dodgers, which kind of leans into this this empire thing. So that's what we're going to get into. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by Jace Medical. It is a trying time in the world. There is a lot going on, and I know you guys come here to escape the realities of life, but you can't always escape those realities. And right now, according to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics like amoxicillin, and we're right in the middle of the worst flu season over a decade. So, you know, there's things to have some concerns about, but Jace Medical is here to help quell some of those concerns because they have a Jace case, which is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illnesses, including respiratory infections, sinusitis, skin infections, UTIs, and more, all stuff that could happen to any of us. So if you want to get your own Jace case, all you have to do is go to jacemedical.com and complete your physician encounter. It'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular class. It's very easy to do. Go ahead and go check that out right now. That's jacemedical.com. And if you use the promo code Locked On, you get $20 off your order. That's J-A-S-E-Medical.com. Offer code Locked On for $20 off. Today's episode is also brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience is what brings home the winning trophy, and it's also what keeps your ride or die alive. Your ride or die being your car. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. want to thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to subscribe and wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube and become an everydayer by listening or watching every day. We're here for you every Monday through Friday for about 30 minutes. We're part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Speaking of the Lockdown Podcast Network, they have some 24-7 streaming channels on YouTube that might be of interest to you. You got Lockdown Sports Today, which can be found or which can provide you with news and stories and updates from the sports world 24-7 from all the Locked On hosts and other experts. Or you can go to Locked On Sports Los Angeles and have the same expertise and everything else, but just for the LA sports team. So go check those out on YouTube and subscribe. And let's talk about this newfound or or new term, or maybe not new, but uh, seems to be getting more traction now of the Dodger Empire. And Brad Lidge, who used to be an all-star closer in the big leagues, 
he was on MLB Network Radio, and he talked a little bit about this, and uh, it will go straight with his quote. He said, quote, you can say whatever you want about unfair advantages, but the fact that they've won as consistently and as continuously as they have made Shohei Otani say, I want to go to that team. And after that happened and after how that contract was structured, everyone else just followed suit. Give them credit for the empire they have created, for the winning ways they have demonstrated over the last decade. And you know, this is something we've talked about in, in varying degrees and varying stages in the sense of the Dodgers and, you know, why Otani chose to be a Dodger. You know, winning was one of the things he mentioned. Why Yamamoto chose to be a Dodger. Winning was one of the things he mentioned. You know, why those two guys, you know, can lead to more guys coming this way. You know, Teoscar Hernandez signed a one-year deal when he had multiple multi-year offers on the table. Uh, you would imagine he's going to speak to the media today, so we'll probably find out a little bit more. But you got to imagine that winning played a part in that. And, and you know, obviously the money helps, but having in the chance to win a World Series or, or you know, be on a winning team uh, is, is something that, you know, you can't take for granted. Tyler Glass now, you know, obviously he he this is, was his home. So signing an extension, you know, the money is always part of it, but. Would he have signed an extension? Even if this was his home team, let's just say he he, the Dodgers were his home team favorite team. But let's just say he had got traded to the Angels, who are still you know SoCal, and a team that he probably you know at least knew about when he was growing up, if if not attending a few games, you know would it would he have been so happy to sign an extension to stay there, knowing that you know they haven't made the playoffs in in so long and they don't necessarily seem to have a future right now. You know, we, we don't know. They they do have a lot of young players and, you know, they still have Mike Trout and, you know, maybe Anthony Rendon will figure it out, but it, it doesn't seem like somewhere that you go for stability right now. And, uh, you know, Anthony Rendon, speaking of Anthony Rendon, he kind of mentioned, uh, he was on a podcast recently and he he kind of mentioned that he knew Shohei Otani wasn't sticking around. And, you know, for, for somebody who's being around the team, I'm sure a lot of the players might have known, but uh, you know, to be that sure about it, you know, it, it's not necessarily all because of money. Sometimes it's because you know you want to be winning and you want to be happy. And I think you know what, what Brad Lidge said is, you know, yes, the Dodgers have advantages, but they're not the only team with those advantages. You know, the Yankees, the Mets, those are other teams with a lot of money. You know, the Phillies have spent money recently. They've, they've had more success at it. You know, the Braves are up there now. They've had more success at it. The Padres just tried it, you know, not as much success. But you think about the last 10 years and, you know, the Dodgers are the only team that have made the playoffs all those 10 years. And having more money than everybody else does help. But as we saw last year, the Mets had a lot of money in, invested in that payroll didn't make the playoffs. Yankees had, you know, a pretty good amount of money invested in that team. Didn't make the playoffs. The Padres had a lot of money invested in that team. Didn't make the playoffs. It, it's everything around the team that you have to build. And, you know, it, it's been a process. You know, those earlier teams that the Dodgers had that started this string of postseason appearances weren't necessarily the, the, the most talented teams that they've had on this string, but you know, the, they were able to put, you know, they, they made the Adrian Gonzalez trade and they, they did different things to keep a winning product on the field while they were rebuilding, you know, the bottom part, because with when, you know, 
when Guggenheim took over, it was not very – the team on the field was was pretty decent, but there was no depth. There was not a lot in the farm system, or there was coming, you know, in the pipeline, but there wasn't a lot invested because of McCourt in the past. So, you know, it, it took a lot to kind of build what it's done, and Andrew Friedman has been a big part of that. And I think that's this Dodger empire that he's talking about is that Nope. There's other teams with these advantages. You know, if it's just straight monetary advantages, there's other teams with it that haven't been able to do it. So the Dodgers do get that credit. And, and I do think it's something that players will start to value. I think, especially when it comes to, you know, long-term deals are, are going to be interesting because it's one of those where you, you want to get your money as a player, you know, Mike Trout, I think he could have noted or, you know, he could have seen the writing on the wall that, hey, you know what, maybe it's not going to work out here. But, you know, he still signed that extension and, you know, maybe Artie Moreno and, and, and whoever else was talking to him at the time, maybe they made him some false promises. But I do think players are going to start valuing, you know, happiness and winning a little bit more. There's still going to be guys going after money and a lot of guys are going to be going after that money. But I do think the Dodgers have money. The Dodgers have stability. The Dodgers have winning. The Dodgers are always looking at ways to improve. We, you know, we just talked about it yesterday uh, with that Michael Bush trade and, and, you know, maybe that being a new way for the Dodgers to keep this thing going, whether, you know, it's creating process or, or trading for younger prospects to turn them into legit prospects to trade for help on the actual team to, you know, help the actual team by playing or, you know, to keep them in the system and, and maybe do the same thing, trade them off and get more young guys and turn them into, you know, legitimate prospects that can, you know, some way help the team. I think there is, you know, the money is obviously a huge part of it, but like I said, there's other teams with a lot of money that don't necessarily get and do what the Dodgers have done. So I think they, they deserve that praise and you kind of look at it now and, you know, their team on the field is is pretty set for the next two seasons at the very least. You know, you got Freddie, Mookie, Otani, Yamamoto, Glasnow. You got all those guys for at least four more years. And then, you know, Bobby Miller's under team control for all those years. You know, th there's still a core that's in place right now that you, you're not going to have a lot of space on the major league team, but you're going to – be able to build around it, you know, whether it's somebody comes in and, you know, becomes a player for the Dodgers or somebody comes in or like in the form of, you know, talked about Tasker and signing a one-year deal. I'm, baseball is not that, not like basketball where, you know, you're going to have guys maybe ring chasing a little bit in basketball. You get a lot of guy, older vet, you know, veteran players that, They'll take them in, you know, vet minimum and, uh, you know, try to sign on to a team that, that has a good chance of winning a championship. And in basketball, it's a little bit easier to kind of pinpoint what those teams are. Football, a little bit as well, too, but not as easy, you know, not as easy and not as consistent as basketball. But I think baseball doesn't have that necessarily, but the Dodgers could start having something of that nature or where players want to come to the Dodgers. And, you know, maybe money isn't the most important thing. It's still important, you know, not – Shohei Otani still signed a $700 million deal. You know, even if that present, if that value is said to be $460 million, he still signed that deal and did everything he had to do. You know, Yamamoto, regardless of, you know, 
AAV and all that, he still got 325 million. You know, the, the money is still part of it, but they also wanted to come here. And I think, you know, that's where the Dodgers kind of have that advantage right now and hopefully keep on to that advantage uh, by winning championships and continuing to show that, that they have that. The other second part of that is, is something that Chris Archer mentioned. Uh, you know, he signed on to a role with the Dodgers in the front office and, you know, kind of moving stuff around. Uh, we're going to get into what he said and kind of how that helps this this whole empire continue to move on. Uh, but we're going to go somewhere else first. So make sure to keep it locked on Dodgers. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season's over. The NFL wildcard weekend is over. But there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. You don't have to win that $5 bet. You just have to place that $5 bet. And when you place that $5 bet, you'll get $150 in bonus bets right into your account to use on a variety of things. Uh, You know, you can pick straight up winners who's going to win next weekend in the NFL. You can pick who is going to, you know, are the Lakers going to win their next game or, you know, whatever the case is. You can check the Explore tab, which is in the FanDuel app, and you can see which bets are are popular right now and, and what people are taking uh, on their bets. You can go to the Parlay Hub and help build the Parlay and you know see what other people are building in their Parlays and kind of bounce bounce ideas off that. You can build your own Parlay and and, and, and do all that. And there's a, so much you can do with the FanDuel app. You got to go download it and check it out. And make sure you visit fanduelcom slash locked on and make your first bet right now. Go do it. $5 bet. Get 150 bucks. There's no way that you don't do it. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I want to thank you for making Locked On Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube and get notified when our next episode or latest episode is available. And remember, you can go beyond the podcast and become a Locked On Dodgers insider at jointsubtext.com slash Dodgers. You can text message with Jeff and I, you know, ask us questions, uh, get our instant reactions to things that happen. Uh, once the season starts, you know, maybe get some uh, cuss or, or some uh, exclusive videos from Dodgers batting practice uh, if I'm there at the game. So little things like that can all be had. All you got to do is go to jointsubtext.com slash Dodgers and get started. All right, let's keep talking about the Dodgers and keep talking about this empire. Uh, Chris Archer was on foul territory, and he talked about his new role with the Dodgers and you know, basically said he went to Andrew Friedman's house, and uh, he, he had a relationship with Friedman from his time with the Rays and, and when he signed that deal with the Rays. And, you know, Friedman kind of told him, we will give you the the flexibility to kind of do whatever you want to do. If you, you know, want to be a manager one day, we can help out with that. If you want to work in the front office one day, we can help you with that. If you want to be a coach or if you, you know, he did mention if you want to put the jersey on in any capacity, you know, not sure if Chris Archer's thinking about a comeback, but basically, you know, Chris Archer has the ability to, to do what he needs to do. And, and Chris Archer kind of mentioned like, yeah, I talked to Friedman and, and, you know, I've talked to some other teams and, why wouldn't I want to be with the Dodgers? He, he called them the, the number one organization in baseball. And he said, if you don't believe they're the number one organization in baseball, you believe they're probably the number two organization in baseball. And he said that he went to 
some workouts from minor leaguers in Arizona and that he was basically blown away of, of how the Dodgers do business and how, how they handle their business and how that led to, you know, him kind of realizing like, yeah, the Dodgers are the team to be in, in the sense of, you know, a, an organization. And he said, he, you know, he's been on other teams and seen how they handle things. And he's talked to people from other teams and, you know, the Dodgers were, were, were still kind of still stood out in that sense. And, you know, that that's part of this entire empire of the Dodgers, the entire organization. And you always hear, you know, people on the same page, people want the same goal, people want whatever. We talked about it yesterday in the sense of uh, the pitchers and, and, and how they help guys uh, become better pitchers or, or, you know, utilize their, their weapons that they have. And that's where the Dodgers do win. The, the ultimate goal of the organization is to win a World Series. And they're doing everything they can possible. So that's, you know, player development in the minor leagues. That's, you know, maximizing the player talents that they have on the major league level. That's, you know, identifying who they want to bring in or who they feel they can, you know, bring in and help out. And, you know, guys like Evan Phillips, we talked about yesterday, or guys like, you know, Max Muncy in the past, Chris Taylor in the past, and give the guys the freedom to kind of, know, be themselves, reinvent themselves or figure out themselves or help them be the best version of themselves. And and that's, you know, kind of what Chris Archer was saying of how it's different over here. And, you know, that's part of that empire. So, you know, just a final note on that of we're lucky to be fans of this team right now in the sense of how this organization is run. And while it is tough in October, sometimes hopefully that'll change and, uh, you know, it'll just be, all roses for for being a Dodger fan. So, speaking of being a Dodger fan, there used to be a thing called Dodgers Fan Fest, and it's still going to be a thing this year. But it's not called Dodger Fan Fest anymore. It's called Dodger Fest, and it is not free anymore. The Dodgers announced that it would be on February third at Dodger Stadium, and tickets would cost ten dollars. Uh, you know, in the past. Fan Fest was free, but there was things that you could pay for in the sense of autographs and different things. Uh, not the, I haven't seen anything about autographs this year. However, the Dodgers did say that Shohei Otani will be at Dodger Fest. Mookie Betts will be at Dodger Fest. So, you know, for me, I... I I'll probably have to, you know, be there for this or for my job. So, you know, the, the $10 isn't going to affect, but it is, you know, before it was just free to the public, anyone could show up and go. Then you had to get a ticket. It was free, but you still had to, you know, have an actual ticket in order to get into the event. That was more to, for crowd control than anything else. And I think that's, I, I think the, the charging of $10 you know, people are going to say, oh, yeah, we have to pay for Otani somehow and everything else. And maybe that's possible, uh, you know, somehow indirectly or not indirectly, but, you know, that that's part of the thinking. I think it's just to make sure that people don't just get tickets and then decide not to go. The Dodgers want to maximize, you know, the fans that, that do go to this and, and make sure that the fans that want to go to Fan Fest or Dodger Fest now uh, will be the ones that go and. You know, while 10 bucks isn't a lot to some people and, you know, you might just say, well, let me get a ticket for $10. And if I don't end up going, I don't end up going. But I do think it's a little bit more of a 
a commitment to go to Dodger Fest and and make sure that uh, you know the Dodgers have the best representation from all their fans there. So in the end, there's still going to be a lot of the same in the sense of there's still going to be the interviews on the on the big screen. There's still going to be um, whatever they've had in the past. And uh, I'm sure it's going to be a fun day. And like I said, the, the $10, it'll be made fun of a lot because it has been free in the past. But it seems like it's going to be a little bit more organized in that sense and, and make it kind of worth that excitement. Uh, it's They have it presented right here on the website as – the, they're going to have a stage show. It says, join us for a 90-minute stage presentation featuring interviews with Shohei Otani, Tyler Glasnow, as well as visits from Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, Joe Kelly, Dave Roberts, and more. There's going to be player interviews, fan Q&A, insights into the upcoming season, and much more. So you're still going to have the Do- L.A. Dodger Foundation yard sale with uh, you know old bobbleheads and shirts and all that kind of stuff. They're still going to be selling the mystery bags. Uh, the bags for that can contain autographed baseballs, jerseys, and photos. And I'm sh- they're still going to have, I'm sure, some of the, the booths from different vendors and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, if you got your tickets, um, I might see you. Well, yeah, I'll probably be there. So I'll, I'll see you there if you find me. And uh, if not, and tickets are still available, you should go get them and get excited. This is, uh, uh, we've talked about it a couple of times now. Like, this is the most excited. I've been for a Dodger season in a long time. And I do think me personally, I've been jaded, not by the Dodgers, you know, not coming through in October, the last few years, you know, last three years specifically, but you know, when you work in like the baseball field, there's just so much going on and, 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 you know, you don't get to fully appreciate the Dodger fandom sometimes. And, that combined with you know some of the the early exits that haven't been fun to watch, but I'm excited for you know I'm excited for Dodger season to come up and I'm excited to see you know what this Dodger Fest is. I'm excited for pitching catchers to report. I'm excited for spring training to start. I'm excited you know for the games in Korea. Like there's so much to be excited about. You know Otani, Glasnow, Yamamoto, like Teoscar, like all the new guys. You know how's Gavin Lux and there's just so many storylines now. And I think it's it's a fun night to be a Dodgers and you know Fan Fest kind of always kicks off Dodger season for a lot of fans, and I do think that this one is going to be one of the more exciting ones uh, as a fan. And and like I said, the, the Dodgers seem to be bringing all the all the heavy hitters from the team to to be there for it, and I'm sure they'll be excited. So Dodger Fest is here now, and uh, I'm excited to see what it looks like. So. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for making Lockdown Dodgers your first listen of the day. Make sure to subscribe and become an everydayer by listening or watching every day. We're here for you for about 30 minutes every Monday through Friday. We are easy to listen to on your commute to work, commute to school, when you're getting ready for work or school, when you're at the gym, uh, you know, when you're just at home chilling, whatever it is, we are here for you and uh, we'll be here for you every Monday through Friday throughout the entire season. Remember, Locked On Podcast Network 
uh, your team every day. They have Lockdown Sports Today and Lockdown Sports Los Angeles, two 24-7 streaming channels on YouTube that are giving you news and stories from around the sports world and from around the L.A. sports world. So go check those out and subscribe. Remember, you can go beyond the podcast and become a Lockdown Dodgers insider. All you got to do is go to jointsubtext.com slash Lockdown Dodgers, and you can text directly with Jeff and I and have exclusive content and exclusive uh, insights to some of our thoughts on things. So go check that out. Beyond that, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Dodgers. Jeff is on Twitter at Snydog. I'm at Vincent's91. You can DM us for any questions, comments, or concerns. You can also send those via email, LockdownDodgers at gmail.com, or via voicemail text at 323-863-5625. We're here every weekday morning, and we hope you'll be here with us. When you get in your car, if you're at home, text my advice play podcast, Lockdown Dodgers. And remember, you don't have to agree. You just have to listen. Have a good one.